We've been told for so long that the bees were disappearing. But now, when I see them, well, each time is like a little gift. And do you remember the last time you saw bees? In the orchards, I think. It appears the areas of your brain that had suffered varying levels of atrophy have, in a sense, rebuilt themselves. And this happened very quickly overnight. Anything else I can get for you? Actually, here looking for someone. My brother Colin. He was in town about a week ago. Do you know where Cruxmont is? There is nothing in Cruxmont that anyone has ever wanted to find except for plum wine and fruit pies. You shouldn't have come here. This town. Leave! Just leave! Colin! Don't mind Cruxmont. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Everyone loves TV Dad. On the next TV Dad presented by Progressive, TV Dad explains becoming a man. Son, it's time we had the talk. Okay, TV Dad. You know, drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Oh, is that why my voice is changing? That's a question for your health teacher. Listen to your TV dad. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary. This is one of my favorite. Are you still with me? I never expected this. Welcome back, friend. Enjoy your stay while it lasts. Audio. Sir. Sheriff. Dr. Clark, uh, I heard you had a body for me. We called funeral pickup. And by the looks of your new suits, you took a job at Stiff's. Got the badge to prove it and everything. And Howard wasn't tricked into hiring you? He knows you were fired, right? Thanks for your glowing recommendation. What happened to you? You look like you got hit by a truck. I did. 
Dr. Spacer? Or is it just John now? I'm still a doctor. And not one here? You have something you want to say to me, Crowley? Plenty of things. Go for it. The body is all ready for you now. Thank you, Dr. Clark. Troy Penner, age 37. Looks to be a case of heavy metal toxicity. Husband to Jen Penner and their newborn Katie. It's a shame. You knew them? They came in. I asked a home inspector, a friend of mine, to take a look at the home. Hopefully he'll find the source or they might need to move. Heavy metal poisoning is one hell of a way to die. Hmm, painful. We took a tissue sample and sent it to the path lab to confirm the type of metal, but... It doesn't matter. At least not to you. Take the body and leave. Just need a signature. It really sucks that this is how it has to be. You made it like this, not me. You should see a doctor about this bruises. Hey, uh, you. I'm looking for my wife and daughter. Blonde woman, tall, 30s with a newborn. Uh, My wife, I mean, not my daughter. Sorry, I haven't seen anyone. They were just here. I tried to talk to them, but they ignored me. Wait, what's your name? Troy. Everyone just calls me by my last name, though. Penner. Right. How did you know? Penner, we need to talk. Can you follow me? An empty patient? Why are we here? Yeah, I thought so. I should really be better at this by now. Penner, take a look. I'd rather not. I don't don't deal well with with death and 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 why the hell are you showing me this just look jesus christ that's that's you you're dead you're fucking sick is this some kind of joke penner don't leave i need it i i can't grab the curtain what did you do try walking through it this isn't funny fuck you penner come back seriously Seriously, Penner, come back in here. Just tell me where my wife and daughter are. I can't explain. Just get in here. It's too risky. I'm going to keep looking. Oh, hold on. Hey, Penner, my name is John. Uh, listen. What the hell are you doing? I'm pretending like you called me on my cell so it doesn't look like I'm talking to myself. You need to get the fuck away from me. I don't know what kind of... Penner, my name is John. I can speak to... You... And no one else can. You walked through a closed door a minute ago. You said your wife and daughter wouldn't talk to you. Well, go talk to someone else in the hospital here. Hell, even try to get anybody to look at you. I'll wait in the patient room. Please, go! But I can't wait forever. (sighs) Really wish there was some sort of catch-all for this type of thing. Why can't everyone accept that they're just dead? Uh, I'll call back. I walked through the door. Penner. The closed door. I know. Do you want to come talk? I passed some policewomen in the hallway. And a doctor. One passed through me. Which one? Never mind. It's not important. I'm... I'm here to explain things, if you want. 
Are you some sort of priest? What? No. Because of this suit? <laughs> no. I used to work here as a doctor, though. But now I just pick up the bodies and help guide the dead, if I can. A proverbial Sharon crossing the river. Only I'm alive, and this isn't the path to Hades. Then what is it? An in-between, I guess. Another step before moving on to whatever awaits afterward. Why? That's a great question. I don't think anyone's ever asked why. I don't really know, though. Maybe it's so you can wrap your head around being dead. How the fuck am I supposed to wrap my head around it? None of this should even exist. I shouldn't be dead. I know. Trust me, I get it. Don't you remember being sick? Of course I do. It was excruciating. So I went to sleep and woke up in the same place. I just thought I was feeling better. You must have died in your sleep. The doctors probably took your body to the morgue where your family could say goodbye. And I didn't even get to. No one ever does. Not really. They, uh, won't hear me if I see them? That's correct. Fuck. You're right, then. There really is no point to this. You can still see them, though. We live dozens of miles from here. Middle of nowhere, thanks to me. it take me days, a week, to walk there. I'll take you. Thank you, but again, why? I'm here to help. Like I said, I just have to make a stop first. You said you pick up the bodies. You're a funeral director? Not quite. Body transport and post-mortem management for a funeral services company. And you have to drop my body there first? Something like that. Why couldn't they save me? Do you know? Mm. From your chart, it looks like they weren't able to identify the type of heavy metal fast enough. When fighting heavy metal toxicity, usually doctors need to know which metal it is to actually counteract the effects. Any idea? Why should I know? Just curious. You didn't work with cars or any type of chemical? I'm a historical literature professor. <laughs> Hence the Sharon reference, right? So no type of hobby that involved metal? No. Hmm. Then it may be in the house. But don't worry, somebody's already on their way to scan for any leaks. So my wife and daughter. Do you spend more time at home in any certain area? You know, more than anyone else? No, I'm always on campus. My wife has been home with our newborn. Could they be in danger too? I doubt it. What about on campus? Is there any place you're alone? My office is shared. If I got sick there, Scott and Michaels, my two department heads, are also screwed. Were you able to communicate at all towards the end? You know, to tell anyone your symptoms? Not really, which probably didn't help them identify the metal. What about your wife? Maybe she noticed and told the doctors? I've been spending a lot of time at work since our daughter was born. I mean, I know it was shitty, but I, I don't have an excuse, really. I'm not here to judge. Any chance your wife could have poisoned you? She... I... Even if I was an ass, she's too good of a person to hurt someone else. Even me. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. We should probably get going. Come to think of it... What? You, you said poison. What type of metal can you poison someone with? Lots. Lead is obvious, but hard to conceal, so they would have tested for it first. 
arsenic processes create a gas that can be used to poison even if you don't ingest it. Mercury, thallium, zinc for flu-like symptoms. I get it. Sorry. Can I see that chart? Uh, you'll have to... Yeah, thanks. I can't read that shit, Dr. Handwriting. Kidney and liver failure. Good thing I was unconscious. Eventually, our pathology lab should be able to identify the type of metal, but without me, they're a little bit understaffed. Well, you used to work here, right? So what's your take? On what? On what the metal was. Uh, any guesses? I'd have to run tests or take a history to know for sure. Good thing you can do one of the two. Does it really make a difference to you? You're already dead. Shouldn't we just get you to your family? You don't seem like the type to give up on a medical mystery. Maybe these days. Come on. Do the phone thing again. Uh, so we can keep talking. Sure. I, I was having numbness in my hands and feet. That's not uncommon. Swollen lymph nodes. Lots of diarrhea. I mean a lot. Yeah, I get it. You didn't tell anyone about the symptoms? Like I said, lots of time on campus. I assumed I was just getting the flu from burning the candle at both ends. I, I was working on a new dissertation, one that would have propelled me to co-department head. And your colleagues were supportive of that, right? You know, just thinking about poison again. Actually, Michaels was being forced into early retirement. You don't think... Gold. Gold? Michaels was taking some goddamn pills. Gold supplements are something for severe arthritis. And you're sure they were gold? Absolutely. He wouldn't shut up initially about how gold injections or something would save his job. I thought you said they were pills. They were? Four months ago, he couldn't handle the injections. He switched. This way. Body transport exit. I'd rather uh, not go through the ER. So do you think Michael's poisoned me? It's definitely possible, but it's not my job to prove that right now. Can you at least tell my wife not to talk to him if he shows up at my house? I wasn't planning on talking to your wife at all. You wanted to see them. Mm -hmm. Here. Took you long enough. She's who I walked through. Can you give me a second? Laying it on a little thick in there, don't you think? Clark is a mouthpiece for Ken. Can't be too careful. <laughs> I think he was ready to stop a brawl. I thought he might have to. Nice digs, by the way. And a new set of wheels. I thought you didn't drive. I dislike driving. It's not that I can't. Well, now you get to drive a hearse. And you have a new job. I know you're not here for pleasantries. We haven't spoken in like a month. You're right. Down to business. Personnel files on Roger just got cleared. Since, uh, I can't look at the ones you illegally read. I'll have them from Grant later today. I'm sure you'll find something about Springfield Corp. I know Kim was involved in whatever happened. I'm not convinced. But some things certainly don't add up. Any news on Roger's cremation certificate? Not yet. I've had some other things I needed to deal with since I got fired. Right. Rent and finding a new job. 
for the most part. Has Kim gotten any more tapes? If they had, I'm not sure they even let me know. What is it you're so afraid of them listening to? Nothing. I told you. Just that they'll use whatever they can to prove me incompetent. Shouldn't be too hard. But, uh, Grant's holding on your hearing. He knows I'm building something, and, uh, doesn't want to look bad by publicly shaming you if he has to turn around and shake your hand once I figure out what's really going on. How kind of him. I need to take this. Sure. If I find anything on the files, I'll let you know. Otherwise, stay low and don't cause any problems for my investigation. I know. You really should see a doctor, though. You do look like shit. (laughs) You should see the other guy. Crowley, before you go, consider looking into poisoning against this victim here. Not the wife. Someone with career motivations. Do I want to take a guess as to how you got that information? Troy Penner was a pretty prominent professor. I've seen his name in some news about taking over a department and pushing someone out. Mm Mm-hmm. Enjoy your phone call with your new boss. Glad it's not me anymore. (laughs) Me too. Everything okay? Let's get going. Did you tell her I was poisoned? I told her enough. You know, you shouldn't text and drive. Says the dead person. Too soon. It's a phone call anyway. Let me put it on speaker. Donovan. Ducking my calls on the first day, huh? Sorry, Mr. Stiffs. Just a little late in picking up the body from the hospital. I'm sure they weren't very pleased to have you waltz in. (laughs) No, they were not. I won't be this delayed again, though. It's fine. I'm headed to the Gerard funeral, so you have the office to yourself for the evening. If you could, process Mr. Penner for cremation and have it done by the time I come in tomorrow. We can invite the family in. Sure thing, Mr. Stiffs. And again, sorry to be so late. Uh, I know you wanted to be there for another run-through of the cremation process, but I, I think I'm good. I trust you, John. Not every day a doctor comes to work for me. Just lock up when you're done for the night. Of course. Uh, thank you again. Uh, good luck with the Gerard ceremony. No luck needed. They went for the extended package. I'll pick out a nice expensive urn for Mr. Penner, too. (laughs) Good man. What a peach. I'm not much of a schmoozer. After that conversation, I'm not so sure. Hey, isn't the funeral home the other direction? I told you. I have to make another stop first. I know I live out in the middle of nowhere, but... Damn, this does not look like someplace you'd want to be. Taking a hearse off-roading. What's going on? Penner, you're not going to like what I have to do next. I suggest you stay in the car and remember that I'm taking you to see your family after this. You are not your body. (sighs) 
your dedicated service, Johnny Boy. I trust you kept our little arrangement just between us for now. Must we send some more incriminating evidence to people who would love to hear what you think you can do? <laughs> just out of curiosity, are you an M. Night Shyamalan movie, or are you just batshit crazy? Either way, I think we make the perfect couple. Thanks again, Jonathan. I'll have another bigger project for you in the coming weeks. Talk soon! Welcome back to season three of How I Died. This is Vince Johnny, creator and voice of John. We're thrilled to be back for another season, one of which we think will be, you guessed it, our favorite season so far. And as always, all 13 episodes of season three are available right now to binge on patreon.com slash how I died. We'll also have free director's commentaries, which will be posted on Patreon and social medias in case you wanted to hear about more behind the scenes. Thank you so much for listening. How I Died is an audio media original production created and written by Vince Tijani, directed by Chroma Sakura, and mixed by Eric Howell. This episode was edited by Chris Harris Beachy. Our theme song was created by Silent Mike. Starring me as John Spacer, Shana Waring as Sheriff Crowley, Luis Bermudez as Eric Mendez, Vin Vox as Dr. Kim, and Caitlin Roberts as Amelia. This episode guest starred Andrew McGuire as Penner, Albie Robles as Dr. Clark, Elijah Tatum as Howard Stiffs, and someone as Joy. You'll have to stick around to find out who. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to your favorite podcast app and give us a rating and a review. It really helps us out a ton, and we definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, try not to talk. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.